Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. It's a big day because today, well, during the show, Amy has to leave because she's getting on a plane going to Hollywood. That's amazing. Amy. I mean, tomorrow you're gonna be acting. I know. Acting. I know. Oh like, man, Amy, you're going to a studio and all that Woo! on set. Oh, yeah, my I'm on like a what do they call that? On studio. a lot. A lot. Mm, big day. Big day. So we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. Big day for Amy. Speaking of you, I saw that they did a thing on what ages are the hardest to have a kid. 15 is the hardest age. Yay! Your daughter just turned 15. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. Do you find you're feeling more teenager from her than ever before? Yes. And, you know, my mom always told me payback was going to mm-hmm. be for me because I was so bad. Ugh, I was awful to my mom. So anytime any I get anything that's like along the lines of like, bad or teenage type behavior I just take a deep breath I'm like you know what I deserve this I deserve this this is how I was as a kid I was awful to my mom but I also am trying to respond differently than my mom did and because she's adopted and she's only been in America four years she's a little bit behind normal 15 year olds so I feel like maybe 17 might be really bad for me is she better to you do you feel than you were to your mom yes okay especially given her circumstances but what about your son he is how old He's 11, almost 12. Okay. Now, 
11, 12, does he like, is he, I think, for girls yet? Has he started to be like, I have a girlfriend? He, well, when he first got to America, that first year he was here, every girl at school was his girlfriend. I mean, okay. that was his thing. And then it kind of died off and he hasn't mentioned girls at all, I would say, in the last year or so. And then Stashira had a bunch of girlfriends over and in the middle of it, he decided, I'm going to go for a run. And he's like declaring it. And in front he, of all the girls. And yeah, and then he comes up to me specifically and says, hey, mom, if any of the girls ask where I am, will you tell them I'm out running a mile and I'll be right back? You wanted to impress. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I was like, okay, buddy, I'll tell them that you're running a mile. He's like, that? he goes, not like running away, running a mile. Yeah, yeah. To be very clear, I was like, got it, got you. You're out, you're running a mile. That's impressive. Time yourself. Did he go run a mile or did you say that? No, he left and he went running. I don't know that he measured the distance. <laughs> he hid behind he, the house. <laughs> he got a little MP3 player that he runs with. And because he's he, he's into running, he runs at school. And so he came back like, you know, 10 minutes later and was like, ah. <laughs> did he let the girls know? Is yeah. it like, yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> ah, just stretched it. He's pouring water down his shirt. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, so he's starting to kind of get the itch again? I feel like, yes, that was him trying to impress the ladies. Well, right when one gets out of it, you have another one coming into it. I know. And I feel like I don't even know what to expect from a teenage boy. I mean, y'all would know. But I was, it was just me and my sister in my household, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Hear a noise in the room, not going. All right, hey, we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> what kind of noise? Don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> don't worry no. about it. She said, we know what to expect. We're just letting you know. <laughs> it's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone with my in-laws. My husband and I are high school sweethearts and we're in our mid-twenties now. We've been together for almost 10 years, married for one of those. For the first seven years of our relationship, everything with his family was great. His mom and I go shopping together. We'd spend a significant amount of time together until they realized we were serious about getting married. They demanded he break up with me because he was too young to be serious and he'd never dated anyone else. They said terrible things about me. We didn't speak for two years. Now that we're married, I've done my best to reconcile and his mom wants to go shopping and act like we're best friends again. It has never been addressed that we didn't even speak for two years. What should I do? Should I address it? Should I keep acting like nothing ever happened? I'm just not sure how to move forward. I'd like to remain anonymous. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Signed, Confused in Connecticut. Well, I think Eddie's had in-laws the longest of everybody here. Yeah, 16 years. 16 years. What is your advice? Look, man, when you get married, you are marrying into a new family. So your in-laws now become your family and your parents. In-laws, they're your second batch of parents. So like you would with your mom and dad, you'd ha- I mean, you accept the, recon- what is it, the reconciliation. reconciliation and you just fix things and you say, hey, you know what? We've moved on. We're now married. You don't need to have the conversation with them, though, you don't think? No, we can just be friends and let's just live our life again like normal. Even though there's the little monkey on the back of like, you're always walking around with it like, hey, this, this. I should talk about this. The story was weird. You know how, like, they just kind of stopped, like, uh, being close just because whatever, as soon as they found out they're going to be married. But, I mean, you're married now. So they are your parents. So you just kind of move on like you do. I don't know what her relationship is with her mom and dad. But if her mom and dad talk about things, then, yeah, she can talk to them about it as well. Amy? I absolutely talk about it. You, you, you address it with them. Yeah, I address it. I would have to. I don't think I would just be able to be like, la, 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 nothing to see here. So I talk about it. And then we work towards... Could you do it in text message? 
No, Yeesh. I would do it in person. Person, person's always better. For sure, face to face. Like, doesn't have to be confrontational. Yeah, that's a confrontation, though. But not in a. But you hey, know, even if like, you say, "Hey, I just want to talk about something," you guys ignored me for two years. Like, yeah. why? And I think their answer is going to be, "Well, it wasn't so much about you; it was about him. We didn't." And I think probably it doesn't have to go as deep as you think it might. You don't have to get all cry. And I think the answer is going to be, this was about him. We thought he was too young. We're glad he did this now. And in hindsight, we were probably pretty wrong about that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, that's still a bit of a confrontation. Okay, but the tone. And then you punch him. Tone matters. <laughs> you no. find it out. You get that in, you're done. <laughs> so what do you say? I just say that I just sit them down and say, like, I I would like a relationship. So Well, the can, sit them down, though, is tough, too. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit down. Go to lunch, do whatever, or invite them over. And just say, hey, this is what I would like. I want to work towards it. Are y'all in? Okay, I can go with that a little bit. I would say you don't make a an appointment to do it. If you find a good time where it's just you with them alone, you talk about it there. Oof. I don't think you need to call them and be like, we need to have a talk. Well, it doesn't have you're, you sound aggressive when you say no, that. No, no, but, it, but that's that's an aggressive thing to say, hey, come over when you talk about something. Even if you don't say it aggressively. That's a, an aggressive situation. Like, hey, I'd like to have lunch and go talk about some stuff. What? <laughs> what do they want to talk Why about? Why do you want to talk about that? Well, you don't even have to say. Just invite them to lunch. Find a time organically where it's just you and even one of them. And they can pass it to the... It's <laughs> <laughs> probably easier with one. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, what do I know? I've had in-laws for a year, basically. You still have in-laws, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess the weird thing for me is I'll be like, hey, we should go and do this with your family. And she's like, no. It's our family. And I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't even call them our family. It's your family. Okay. Yeah. I, I meant, what I meant was like your side of it. Right. Because like, we were at the Arkansas Stadium when Eddie and I were opening for Garth, and her family and my family ish, Arkansas Keith, who was my stepdad for a while, and then Scotty, my neighbor. I mean, that's like almost my, only, almost my only remaining family. And I'm not even related to them. And I was like, your family and then my family. And she's like, no, no, no. My family's our family. And so I have trouble with that a little bit. But that's okay, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody says your family, your family, not our family. But that's sweet that Caitlin wants to make sure that you know you're now a part of her family. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's it's weird for me, not because of them, but because of just general circumstances. Yeah. But if you feel like you need to talk about it, talk about it. I would not call them and have a sit-down meeting. I would just find an organic time to bring it up. Yeah, I wouldn't even talk to them. Well, <laughs> I understand that one, too. Well, so we gave them three different Yeah, options. and I think mine's in the middle. I think yours is good. So I'd go with the middle one because yeah. you're very on sit them down, okay, but take them to lunch, stop being bring aggressive out a notebook. You're, with your voice, mm-hmm. but also because you plan it out can show someone else that you really care. Like the yeah. fact that you're wanting to. I don't want anybody to, to plan it out with me like we need to talk. Nope. Just bring it up. Just okay. bring it up. We're chilling. Just bring it up. All right. But bring it up. If it's so organic, you'll never find the time. I will. I'm Mr. Organic. Okay. Yeah. But it's not organic because <laughs> you're you? t- kind yeah, of planning it out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fair Harbor makes the world's most comfortable beachwear. They've replaced mesh lining with their incredibly soft breeze knit boxer brief liner. Go to fairharborclothing.com, use the promo code COMFORT22 for 20% off, and say goodbye to mesh lining forever. All right, this is us recommending you guys out there something that we enjoy. It's it's the Bobby Bone Show recommends. And up first, Amy, what do you recommend to our listeners? Low blunder support patches. What are they called? 
Lobe wonder, support patches. Earlobe? Yeah, so I barely have earlobes, and what I do have, one of them got ripped really bad when I was in seventh grade because my earring got caught on a girl's sweater in the lunch line. And earrings are just, it's like hard for some of them to look right and feel right because the hole is so big. Well, there's these self-adhesive patches that you patch on to the back and stick the earring through, and it just gives your earlobes the support that it needs for the earrings. And I guess this is the thing that such a thing they make patches for this. Yeah, I Can mean, can it, I see your ear? It's genius. Pull your hair back. Okay, well, I have earrings in, but no. it depends which one you look at. Like I can spread it apart. Here, let me paint this picture for you. I can put have an earring stud in with the back on, and it can fall all the way through the front with the back on it. And oh, it, wow, that's oh my big. goodness! When I first realized, I was driving one day, and my that's whole like earring. National Geographic type stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> they looked, call that gauging or like punk <laughs> that's rock. It. Punk rock gauging. Yeah, I looked in my lap and I saw the earring with the back on it, Oof. and it took me like five minutes to figure out what had just happened. So, lobe wonder. That is weird. Yeah. Morgan, number two, what would you like to recommend to our listeners? Well, I have a pair of recovery shoes. I broke my big toe, and for like six months, it was bad, and I got plantar fasciitis from it. And I got these shoes, and I'm telling you, my foot is so much better. I wear them every day, and my feet feel great now. What are they? They're called Ufas. 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 And what's the point? <laughs> they like literally, re- they kind of shape your foot when you're walking, so you're not hurting it as like usual shoes would do if they're flat. They're just called recovery shoes. The way they layer it and the support that they offer, they're meant for recovery. So that way, like- Why would the, I wear them all the time? I like yeah. contact yeah, recovery. No then you, you should. You can. I, yeah. I recover every day all my life. <laughs> yeah, you can. I just bought my first pair to see if they worked and they've been like a miracle. So I'm already buying like three more pairs. I just got my first pair and Morgan's like, you're you're going to want another pair. You're never going to want to take them off. O-O-F-O-S? Yes. Oof-O's. Oofas. Uh-huh. Oof-O's. They feel like a little pillow on your feet. Scuba, what's up? They're called Oofos. 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 Okay. I like calling them Oofos. I do like recovering. Uh, Lunchbox, (laughs) recommend something to our listeners. It's crazy bunch of balloons. Guys, we used to do- like a shark tank. You just walk in, it's like, (laughs) totally. Mark Cuban, you're never going to believe it. (laughs) Listen, we used to do water balloons, and you'd have to do each water balloon to the little faucet outside- Pull it off, tie it, and it never worked. This one, you fill up 30 water balloons at one time. You just connect this nozzle to the outlet. You fill them up, and then when you pull them off, they're automatically tied. It's amazing. You fill up How'd you find this? My sister was in town, and she had used it for water balloons, and we wanted to make water balloons for the kids, so we went to the store, got it, and you make 30 water balloons in a minute. And it's called... Bunch of balloons, crazy bunch of balloons, and you can get a hundred packs. You can make a hundred balloons in five minutes. What kind of store do you get that at? Uh, Walgreens, Target, Walmart, anywhere. Anywhere. Toy anywhere. Foot Locker. <laughs> Party City. I mean, you can, it's amazing. Water balloon fights will never be the same. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is something called Calm. It's uh, kind of a supplement. The drink? I, well, yeah, I put it in a drink. Yeah. And it tastes terrible. So I'm going to warn everybody, it is awful, but it's magnesium. I have trouble sleeping sometimes, but I also have like digestive issues and it has been like a game changer for me. I sleep mostly through the night now. It doesn't matter how stressful the day is. I use the bathroom somewhat regularly now, which I did sometimes like four or five days and never use the bathroom. So it's called Calm and it has actually changed. Like I take it, I drink it at night before I go to bed, but it tastes awful. 
Wait, are you? I'd rather take it, just eat a whole dog turd. It'd be quicker. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, but I'm just telling you, it works. That's for me. not true. You need to get the raspberry li- lemon one. Oh, that's interesting. The flavor I have now is plumber's butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem. Yes, yes. That must, yeah, yeah, that's the issue. That there. must be the issue. Yeah, I take oh, calm man, and I have terrible. a good flavor. It's oh, awful. All right, so there we go. <laughs> Got the, Bob, her. the Bobby Bones Show recommends. We'll post this, Morgan, on our site, website. Yeah, we'll post it up there. All right, bobbybones.com and on our socials. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bones here. Check this out. You could save over $500 on your car insurance with the General Insurance. You've heard that right, $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to save today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Patrice Banks had a great job as an engineer with a big company, but she saw an opportunity for a business when she realized just how little attention auto repair shops paid to their female customers. So she dropped out of the corporate world, she went to school to learn how to fix cars, and she opened up an honest auto repair shop featuring an on-site nail salon. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) She said that her goal is for women to show up and don't feel like they're getting taken advantage of. She wants her customers to enjoy a unique, comfortable, and confident automotive repair experience Again, for women, and they can walk away with a fresh manicure and pedicure, too. <laughs> Are we sure she's telling them the truth? I know there's a nail salon She there. said, though. She, oh, I, she did say. Okay. I love true. it. And you're Thanks. sitting there waiting, so why not? It's a, it's multitasking. I love it. I do like that she's going, hey, there is a group of people that are not being catered to, and so I'm going to make their experience better. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And it's called Girls Auto Clinic, and it's located just outside of Philadelphia. What about girls and also girly men who don't know cars? Because I would go. Oh, I, I would know. go too. I'd, I'd drive right there and be like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'll take a clear you'd... coat, please, yeah. and then fix the muffler thing. Uh, good story, Amy. Yeah. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's now time for Rejected Segments. Rejected segments. All these segments were pitched to me one way or the other. Through email, through text, through, hey, why don't we do this? So over the past 45 days, I've kept a list. Let's go with number five. Number five. Now, individually, I said no to this, but actually all together, it was pretty good. So I rejected Ray, Morgan, and Eddie saying they saw a random celebrity walking down the street. Oh, was it the same one? No, but by itself, it wasn't worth the whole segment. Oh, wow. But I do think it's one of the rare ones where I'm like, together, it actually works. It's a pretty good segment. So I rejected them individually. However, we're going to do them as a group. Eddie, who did you see walking on a sidewalk by work? I saw John Party. I mean, he was just walking down the road with three other people. And then I honked at him. I was like, I don't, he may not recognize me. I was in my car. And, and he goes, hey. Just thought I was a fan, I guess. I was he like, just thought, hey, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. Morgan was working out. And you saw somebody with her trainer. I did. I saw Frankie Ballard just hanging out for 10 bucks at Planet Fitness, working out with his trainer. <laughs> oh, wow. And then Ray saw a country artist eating fast food for lunch. Stars are just like us, he says. Oh, I was thinking this was the one I saw in Music Row. I saw Brothers Osborne carrying guitars and straight up just, I mean, anybody could have known it was them seeing them walk right by. The fast food eater? Who the heck was that? Was that? He doesn't even remember. <laughs> this is Ray just filling for content. It was no, Bre- no, no. It was Breland. Breland. Yeah. 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 He was in the drive through at Chick fil A and he actually walked up to it. It was one of those where you didn't even have to have a vehicle and he was just chilling, waiting for the food. The situation at Chick fil A is interesting because there's not a menu. They just come up to you. Mm-hmm. I need a menu. They have one on them if you need it, like you an actual what? one. I prefer it, Sonic. I go, there's a menu in front of me. <laughs> yeah. 
I can see what I want. I'm always like, I don't know, and then I just leave. Uh, so that's number five, altogether mildly interesting. Cool. Number four. Putting trolls on blast. This was suggested. We find people who have left mean or hurtful comments on Facebook, do research on them, we read their names on the air and reveal their personal information. Mm. Dang. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Especially solid. Whose was that? Lunchbox? Mike D. Oh, Mike D. Yeah. Like, he really wanted to invest time. <laughs> I don't want to give the trolls that kind of attention. Well, I don't want to be reading a bunch of personal information about people on mm. the air. Oh, that part too. Yeah. Uh, so we rejected that, mostly for legal reasons. <laughs> yes. Well, mainly if it's public, like you could just read their their profile bio, because oftentimes it's like, love Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what? Live, no, laugh, you love. Don't. Family man. Ephesians 2.9. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Number three. Raymundo sent this in. He said, hey, I saw a lady fall out of her wheelchair 10 <laughs> feet from me. What did I do next? Oh. And then he listed four things. <laughs> I hope he helped her. Do you yeah. want to hear the four Ray. things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... The segment Ray sent our audio guy. He said, I saw an old lady fall out of her wheelchair 10 feet from me. What did I do next? A, I was walking by and immediately ran over and helped her up. B, walking by and immediately ran over, tried to help her, but couldn't lift her up because of the weight of the wheelchair. So I signaled for a car to help. C, I was driving, so I just kept driving. <laughs> or D, was driving, stopped my car in the middle of the intersection, ran over and helped her. So, oh, it's easy. Go ahead. It's C. He's driving and kept driving? Yeah, oh. kept driving. Ray, explain what you saw. Yeah, so it was one of those streets where you're making a left-hand turn. So I was going about two miles an hour, and it was a lady in a wheelchair, and she was on the sidewalk, and it just veered off a little bit. And her wheelchair caught the bad side of the sidewalk, and she went down. And I was, as I was turning, I literally saw her face as she was falling. This affected me for about a month. And I just didn't know what to do. I couldn't stop my car in the middle of the intersection. I thought I'd get hit. So I just kept driving. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What did I just see? Oh, my gosh. And I was just, like, praying somebody behind me would stop. And three other cars stopped, got out, and got her. So, But what did you do from the list? Uh, I was C. I just kept driving. Kept driving. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Obviously. I mean, and he come felt on. bad about it. But he prayed. Because he, the, 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 he said the wheelchair was too heavy. I'm like, what? how could the wheelchair be too heavy for Ray to yeah, pick I, up? I can't Maybe believe he it's meant C. The woman. Why would you? <laughs> but this is Ray sending this in. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he was driving and kept on driving. Thankfully, somebody helped her. Number two. And I don't even care to do the bit, but I read it and was like, this would be the most boring bit we've ever done in the history of our show. Uh-oh. But Eddie sent in, I'm changing my pizza order for the first time in my life, and I'd like to talk about it. This is a big deal, guys. Oh, my God, that's so dumb. My entire, I mean, I've ordered the same kind of pizza my entire life. What pizza? A pepperoni and mushroom pan deep dish pizza. And so now you're changing it to? Thin crust. I'm going to have to just buckle down and get thin crust. because I feel less- the ratings just getting so good right now. Listen. I can feel it. People are telling their friends, you got to tune in right now. Eddie's talking I mean, about his that pizza. Is, that is the kind of stuff you send in. Every 40, 50-year-old's like, hey, I feel you, man. I had to go thin crust, too. Well, this is all rejected segments. There's a reason these didn't make the air. Wow. Oh, gosh. And then the number one rejected segment. Number one. The Minnesota Timberwolves basketball team had people jumping out on the court, protesting at random times, trying to glue themselves to the floor Chain. or chain themselves to the to the goal. So it was written, the Timberwolves protest of making the news. What if we have lunchbox protest, an NHL game here in town, Dress them up like a beer vendor and try to get them on the ice to handcuff themselves <laughs> to the goal. <laughs> I love it. Who said that? Mike D. Oh. See, Great. Mike can get us killed someday. But <laughs> thought it was funny, but had to reject it. Would you have done that bit? 
No. I don't think I, so. I, yeah, I, I, don't. I, I don't think I could have got over the glass. Like, that's really hard to get over. But you're but, a beer vendor. Let's say. And all the beer vendors get on the ice. They have access. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, all access a, pass. Yeah. He's already gone to jail once. That was rejected segments. Oh. So if you think the segments were doing a crappy when you hear us do them for real, imagine the ones I've turned down. <laughs> it's like Eddie talking about he's changing pizzas. Oh, man. Breaking news. Identity theft may sound complicated, but in some cases, all a thief needs is your name, mailing address, email address, and phone number, which you can a lot of times find that online somewhat easily. They can start an account and add your shopping info. They buy items without your knowledge, and then all of a sudden you just have collection notices, right? It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances or your credit or your reputation. The good thing is there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social being on the dark web. If they detect your information has been compromised, you'll get an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using the promo code BONES. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com, promo code BONES for 25% off. All right, be honest. How curious are you guys about how much money celebrities make? Very. Oh, very. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. Yep. Right, and like net worths. And I'll tell you, you can search online. It's not always super accurate, but it gives you a ballpark-ish to what celebrities are worth. So I have a list, and I'll give you one or the other. You tell me who's worth more. Ooh. Okay, Amy, you're first. Okay. Who's worth more? Adam Sandler or Denzel Washington? Oh, wow. And it's not even close. What? Not even close. Uh, okay. Adam Sandler. Why would you pick Adam Sandler? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if he's built something alongside of like his act, like Denzel acts, but I feel like Adam might have production companies and. He does have Happy Madison, I think, still the big production company, but Adam Sandler signs those massive Netflix deals recently. Oh, okay. It is Adam Sandler who's worth 420 million. Wow. As opposed to Denzel Washington, a mere $280 million. Oh, my God. What in the world? So they're both extremely rich, but Sandler's way, way, way rich. I guess so is Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> comparison. Lunchbox. Vin Diesel. Ooh. Why you make that noise? Man, he's in those fast nine. Mm-hmm. Or Ed Sheeran. Oh, man. Is Ed Sheeran worth that much money? Uh, he's written a lot of songs. I feel like he writes all his own songs. So I'm going to go Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's worth 200 million bucks. Wow! Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. It is. Vin Diesel's worth 225. Whoa! Whoa! Got him. Yes. Got him. A lot of Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot <laughs> Nine of money of them. doing those. <laughs> okay, Eddie. Come on. Judge Judy or Dave Grohl, lead singer of Foo Fighters. Dang, I have no idea how much Judge Judy would make on TV. Do you have any idea how much anybody makes? Well, no, but, you know, a rock star, tours make a lot of money. Um, He was in Nirvana, so he's made a lot of money for a long time. Ooh, and he was just on that commercial for um, Amazon, so give me Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl makes 300, he's worth 320 million. Judge Judy's worth 440 million. Yeah, she's like the highest yeah, paid. She, I thought that was an easy TV one. TV person. Really? They're both ever so so rich. Yeah. But yeah, Judge Judy's in a class of her own. Morgan, who's worth more, Shakira, 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 <laughs> or Kid Rock? 
Oh. Shakira is like worldwide, though. I've seen Kid Rock pass out $100 bills as tips to people all around him. Like walk around. Dum, 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 dum. I feel like Kid Rock is like the underdog here that I shouldn't think, so I'm going Kid Rock. Kid Rock's worth $150 million bucks. Wow, that's a lot of money. Shakira's worth $300 million. Oh, oh, man. Way off. Well, Amy, you're the only one to go and write that first Yay. round. Yay. You want to go again? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amy, Steve Harvey or Drew Carey? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, $200 million. Drew Carey, $165. Mm. So close. Good job, Amy. Steve Harvey wow. again. Lunchbox, John Bon Jovi, who sings... Oh, yeah, Living on a Prayer. Or Jennifer Lopez. Oh, man, it's got to be J-Lo. Jennifer Lo- she is super rich. They're both super rich, yeah. He's I don't, John Bon Jovi's only like probably... 175 million. Jennifer Lopez, 400 million. Wow! That's your guess, 400 million. Wow! John Bon Jovi, 410. What? Got her! What? What? I mean, he probably owns a lot of stuff, huh? She sings. John Bon Jovi, 410 million dollars. She has perfume. Wow! Eddie. Well, come on. I'm Vanna White from Will of Fortune. Yeah, she turns the letters. Or Megan Fox, actress. Oh. Who's (laughs) worth more? That's funny. Huh. I'm going to go Vanna yeah. because Megan Fox, divorce. She's still pretty young in her career. Vanna's been doing this for like 100 years. Wait, what's divorce have to do with it? I mean, probably money exchange for She probably gets split. money. No, she made nah. more than him, I'm sure. Then Brian Austin Green? Yeah. What? Oh, for sure. Really? What does so. Brian Austin Green do? Well, 90210, but that's the point. I, I, listen, what do we know? That's I, my guess. Okay. okay. The answer is... Vanna. Van, by the way, Vanna White made it's worth $70 million. Okay. What? Megan Fox, $8 million. Okay, yeah. let's okay. go. All right. Okay. I like the way that one panned out. Morgan, yeah, when you say that single amazing. digit million, it's like, oh, it's not that much. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> that's, that's all. We're playing big numbers here, I know. Uh, Magic Johnson. Morgan, familiar? Yes. Tom Brady. Oh. Gosh, Tom Brady's been doing it longer. For now. He's still in it. Tom Brady. Tom Brady worth $250 million. And I think where Magic's made a lot of his is in business. Yeah. Uh, Magic Johnson worth $600 million. $600 wow. million. Oh, my God. That's crazy. What? That's like crazy. he owns part of the Dodgers, I think. Yes, oh, he does. What? Has all the he movie He owns hotels. And, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so Eddie and Amy only won that one, so let's play tiebreaker on this one for you two. Amy, Shania Twain. Very rich. David Copperfield. Very rich. Ew. This is hard. I'll just... I hope it's Shania, so I'm going to go with her. Shania Twain, $400 million. Oh, my gosh. David Copperfield, $1 billion. No, oh, what? he's what? a billionaire? What? 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 Eddie, Eddie, if you get this, you're the winner. Oh, Magic uh, tricks? That's gross. So how does he make that much money? Eddie, come on. Jessica Alba. Yeah, Ooh. sounds familiar. Yeah, like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Elaine. Ooh. From Seinfeld, yeah. And Elaine Bennis. Oh, does Jessica Alba own the diapers? She owns baby stuff. I think you're thinking of Dak Shepard and... No, 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 no. Jessica oh, they have Alba has like a some yeah, diaper and, line. Uh, Kristen Dunn. No, what, what's his wife's name? <laughs> Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, yeah. Who is the other one, Bones? Jessica Alba and So who? Jessica Alba or Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I mean, Seinfeld makes a lot. God, this is tough. And also, she's had other huge shows. Other oh, yeah. Oh, true. Veep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And New Adventures of All Christine mm-hmm. ran for a long time. I feel like you're trying to swing me that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn, but I will go with 
Jessica Alba, just because of her business. Jessica Alba has made $200 million. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And she is massive in business. She owns Honest. Honest, mm-hmm. yeah. Honest. honest. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, $250 million. Yeah! Oh, wait, I, I got it. Oh, I thought she was 300 Dang it. Okay. So you both missed it. Okay. Well, let's no. go. I, oh, I thought. Uno mas. Okay. Amy got it or no? Yeah. I, I win. But that one, you didn't get David Copperfield. You missed, you're still on tiebreaker. Oh. Yeah, we're still tied. Yeah, you're still tiebreaker. Dang it. Sophia Vergara. Or Kevin James, Amy? Eesh. I'm going to go with Sofia Vergara because I think she has like some Pepsi deal. $180 million, Kevin James, $100 million. All right. It's funny it. now, $100 million, We're like, because <laughs> 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 we've been playing this game. Eddie, you got to get this to stay in or you lose. Come on, Bones. Carrot Top. Yeah, magician. Comedy. Comedian. Comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny G. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, I think Kenny G was big for a long time, but that was a long time ago. Carrot Top, he's still doing the dang thing. Give me Carrot Top. Carrot Top is worth $70 million. Kenny G's worth $100 million. Oh. Wow! Amy, you are the winner. Nice job. Amy takes it home. Two minutes here. Amy, who's worth more, Celine Dion or Jimmy Buffett? Oh, man, that's hard. Oh, Jimmy Buffett probably because he has like hotels and. Well, Jimmy Buffett's worth six hundred million. He rich. What? Except Selene's eight hundred million. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Final okay. one, Amy. Reese Witherspoon or Larry David? Ooh, Reese Witherspoon. Incorrect. Larry David, four hundred million. To Reese is two hundred. <laughs> and Amy, you won. So tell us your net worth. Yeah, that's the get. That's there you it. Go. Yeah, that's the prize. Oh, uh, let me see your phone and give me your passwords. We're gonna share with everybody. All right. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nimpton to get on track to make the seemingly impossible. Possible. Register for the May 5th event at expresspros.com slash express talks. Attend for a chance to win a career coaching session with me. There was an article that I read on Friday's show about dogs and the dogs that live the longest. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Jack Russell Terriers live the longest. And then at the bottom of the article, it was like dogs that die earliest. And I didn't even know that was part of the article. And the, the English bulldog is like seven years. And that's what I have. So it made me sad. I kind of, I'd see my bulldog Stanley over the weekend. I'd be like, hey, buddy, I know you don't have long. I love you, but it just made me sad. But Zach's on the phone right now in Georgia. You have an English bulldog or you did have one, Zach? Yeah, I had an English bulldog. And? Um, he lived for 15 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was uh, He was out of the August 6th bloodline. Are you sure he wasn't, like, changed out? Because those dogs look a lot alike. Like, you just did the old switcheroo. <laughs> no, no. No, um, no, we owned him. Um, he was out of the ugly six bloodline. We had paperwork on him and everything. I would take, by listening to you talk about this, you're a big Georgia fan. Because he mentioned it twice that he's in the <laughs> ugly is their, their mascot, their dog. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate yeah. that, Zach. You know, I, I love Stanley. And Elder, by the way, who's like part husky, part of a lot of other parts, she can live to be like 40, <laughs> you know? But yeah, Stanley, not, not, not going to live a whole lot longer than... Seven, eight, nine years. All right, thank you. Have a good, uh, have, have a good week, Zach. Thank you for taking my call. You're, y'all are awesome. I love the show. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A relationship expert came up with a list of things that couples should not do in front of their friends. So I'll run through the list, Bobby. Let's see where you and Caitlin fall. Okay. Uh, putting each other down in front of other people. No way. We're team. Keep all that stuff in the locker room. Well, jokes and sarcasm are okay if need be, but there's a line. Yeah, she can usually give it to me pretty good in public, though. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty pretty quick, all right? Constantly bragging about your relationship and how awesome it is. Nah, we don't do that either. We, I may post something on Instagram and write a whole paragraph, but that's only for like a special event. 
And I really struggle with that in real human ways. So if I, I can do it on social media. It's easier. Do it for online, me. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, too much PDA. In public? Nah. Yeah, public displays of affection. Nah. No, thankfully. And then public displays of anger. No, I don't get mad. Yeah, but some couples they fight in public. Oh, I hate it. It's weird for me. Well, it goes, I'm like, awkward, awkward. Then I'm like, you know what? Let's just tune in and watch the whole thing. There's always that point that we're like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, we might as well see what's happening here. Yeah, one time I was on a flight, which is a really confined space. And this couple, they were just like totally going off on each other. And I was like, why are you doing that here? And then lastly, inappropriate flirting. And that might include like what some of these guys think is okay. And it's like looking at other women when you're with your significant Oh, I thought you meant like. Flirting with your own person, like slapping them on the butt. No, no, no. Flirting with others. Uh, So kids ask more questions than we thought during the course of a day. A new study has found that kids ask at least 73 questions on any given day. And this is little kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, my 11-year-old, I'm going to start counting. And I think he's probably more like at 100. Amy's going to have a clicker like a bouncer. Yes. (laughs) All right, click. Click. All right, another one in. Click. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm driving along. And our, our drive from school back to the house He's got to ask a million questions. And I some days I'm just like, I can't, I can't anymore. Stop asking questions. They start at 6 a.m. and then they last until bedtime. <laughs> That's what this study says. So, hey, parents, we feel you. And then would you take redneck as an insult or a compliment? It depends who's saying it, honestly. If it's another redneck, I'm cool with it. If it's somebody else from where I'm from. Because the original term redneck means, and what it stands for, is people who had to work in the sun because their necks were red. Laborers. Like, that's where the term redneck, that's, that's the, you know, the genesis of it, is that you're out in the sun, you're doing labor, and your neck is red and burnt. So if somebody from Arkansas or Alabama or Mississippi, top part of Florida, I go through all the redneck places. <laughs> like, if they're one of me, I wouldn't be offended. But if somebody from New York writes an article and is like, this redneck, well, yeah, I'm going to be mad. Well, I ask because Justin Moore shared his thoughts on it. It's so many other things than what people want to use it for and say that it is. It's blue-collar, hard-working, simple in a good way, God-fearing, and so it's absolutely a compliment to me. There's not much of a higher one. Yeah, it depends who say. I think, and Justin and I are from 30 miles away. We live very close growing up. So it's just, it's who says it. Right. There you go. I stand by it. (laughs) I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. One of the most exciting performers in country music, Chris Jansen, has a brand new album out called All In, featuring the hit songs By Mom and Keys to the Country. Make sure you get this Chris Jansen album today wherever you get your music. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Deputy William Pazinski responds to a 911 call of a fire at an apartment, and he shows up, and the fire's on the third floor. And he's like, oh, no, there's flames, but there's a grandma, mom, and a one-year-old child hanging out the window saying, help, help. And he's like, well, Spider-Man's not around. Guess I'm about to climb up there. And he climbs up to the second-story balcony, and they lower the one-year-old child to him. He climbs down, then gets a ladder all the way up there, gets mom and grandma out all alive. All alive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man didn't respond, but yes. guess what? William Pazinski did. It's well, funny he thought about Spider-Man. Well, let's also not disparage Spider-Man in case he's listening. No, yeah. no. He's he does good things, He was too. probably doing something. Right. Busy. Right. Yeah. But when he wasn't able to get there, the officer was <laughs> able to be there. Yeah, and here's him talking about how he thinks he made a difference. It's a different feeling, you know. Some nights you go home and you don't really know if you made a difference, but in situations like this, you know, you feel it. Man, what a hero. What a hero. That's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.